What is good, everyone, and welcome back to the Nostalgia Plus Ultra podcast. My name is Nostalgia. Joining me is As Told by Zoe. What's good, my guy? What's up, bro? Not much, man. Happy New Year. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody who is tuning in listening. Um, at the time of recording this, I will be back in South Florida, uh, back in my apartment. I had a good two weeks uh, here back in Georgia, but it's about time for me to hit the road and head back. So, um... Uh, I really enjoyed my time back here at home. So I got to see a lot of family, got to see a lot of friends. Um, got to kind of really think about what we're doing as far as this, uh, as far as MPU goes. So uh, I'm excited for 2022, but definitely try to ready to get back to my spot, basically. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> um, I'm ready for you to get back to South Florida too, bro. Yeah, man, we gotta uh, make sure we you know keep pumping the content out, and yeah. we're in closer proximity. That way, we can kind of do some more stuff. IRL instead of us being behind a webcam the whole time. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. Um, but uh, so this episode is basically going to be about our 2022 uh, expectations, what we're looking forward to, uh, music wise and anime wise. Um, yeah. Kind of starting off for me at least, uh, Naoki Urasawa. Uh, finally, he was one of the last few man- manga to make uh, his works digital. Um, I know he's been like he's been fighting it for a long time. He finally didn't make his works digital. That means uh, 20th Century Boys and 21st Century Boys is now available online digitally. And I really uh, would advise people to read it. It's such a good story. Um, I know me and you had kind of mentioned it earlier before we started recording about it. And uh, basically, it's like it's the concept is pretty cool. It's basically just this guy Kenji who create you know like you have these childhood fantasies childhood stories that you kind of come up with about heroes and villains and stuff and basically the story is like what if somebody in your friend group took those villain storylines that you imagine as a kid and actually did them in real life and i think that's like a really cool uh concept and there's a lot of twists and turns that narratively make sense and it's not just like oh just and I think I said this earlier, like M Night Shyamalaning it, where they just throw like a random twist yeah. in there for no reason. Um, absolutely brilliant, um, brilliant storytelling and writing, and the 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 suspense in it, and like whenever every time the the main antagonist friend is on screen or on on, on the pages, or whenever he's like kind of lurking through, and when he's his dialogue is just super unsettling, and I think it's a really good read. But um, I'm really glad they. He decided to put his works digitally so that way more people can read it because I'm still going to be the lone. I don't know if that, how many people are going to be with me on this, but I'm still I'm going to be the the one guy that's always screaming for tw- for 20th Century Boys to get an anime adaptation because um, Naoki's other work, Monster, which I'm currently reading now, um, actually did get an anime adaptation. And it's actually pretty good. I don't know how much how much of the manga it covered, but the actual like the anime itself is really well done uh so i'm just holding out for 20th century boys basically (laughs) oh why don't why do you think it hasn't gotten an anime i don't know well most of the time uh certain mangas get anime adaptations or even yeah well even now with like manhwa like tower of god and stuff it mostly due to like popularity and sales and like they they make Hmm. so like if, if something has a lot of popularity manga wise more often than not, it's going to get picked up by a, uh, um, 
by some kind of manga or anime studio to get produced. Sometimes um, it also has to do with the actual mangaka themselves. Like some some people don't want their works being adapted into anime. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I do remember there's one there's one specific person I can't remember their name who like has a really good uh, story but doesn't want their um, manga to be adapted into an anime. I just wanted to keep it as a manga. I can't exactly remember their name, but that is a real per- uh, that's, a, that's a real case. So sure. The goal usually is like to make ma- to make the to if the manga is popular, they get an anime adaptation, and then usually what happens is some people, you know, like like me, where I'll watch the first season, and then I'll go, "What happens next?" I can't wait for the next season, so I'm just gonna go read the manga, which then increases the sales of the manga. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's like a you know, it's all about money really. But yeah, I don't know because like 20, 20th century boys is a very well, it's a very well-received manga. I don't know how popular it is. I guess Monster... Uh, excuse me. I guess Monster is way more popular than 20th Century Boys, and that's why it got an anime adaptation, but, you know, one can only dream for 20th Century Boys. I think it's. It, I think it'd be really good as, a, as an anime, too, as well. So, it is what it is. Where... where is it going to be like on the Shonen Jump uh, subscription or are you downloaded somewhere? I know this sounds like an ad, but I'm genuinely asking. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I don't remember, but like it probably could be probably going to be on like somewhere like Viz where they have a lot of more like digital works and stuff. I know sure. I can't remember the tweet. The tweet I saw did have a link to it, but um, I don't know if they're going to be in if they're going to be translated into English yet. That's another thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be tra- if the like because, okay. And full disclosure, I don't condone this. Um, I know me and you had talked about it earlier. I don't condone this. Yeah. Uh, reading manga scans because it's low key copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's the that's how I ended up reading. That's why I'm current. The I'm currently reading a couple titles now off of scans because, like, they just don't have English translations or. With 20th Century Boys, I read it because obviously it's digital to me because I have it on my phone. But that, but Urasawa never like gave permission for it to be digital. So people just like scan the page, like clean it, redraw it a little bit to make it look cleaner, and then put the like take the Japanese kanji off and then put English, like like the English translations in there. And that's basically how people, you know, people make money off of that. Like they have like Patreons and discord servers where people can work on that kind of stuff so i do read scans i don't condone reading scans because it takes money away from the uh creator because like if it's if there's millions of people reading a scan and not the original work then then none of that money goes to the original person it's just a situation for me which is unfortunate because like i'll take um like hell's paradise which is also getting an anime adaptation in 2022 and i'm really excited for that but um Mm -hmm. Uh, it's basically uh, a situation where at my Barnes and Nobles at home and the one, I think it's in, I can't remember where in South Florida, but it's like 20 minutes from my apartment. They don't have Hell's Paradise. They don't have volume one. So like usually what I try to do is read the scans up until I, until, up until I find the first volume. Sometimes like the volumes get a little expensive and I might not have the money at the time to yeah. buy it online. So like when I went to my Barnes, I went to like over the Christmas, uh, around Christmas time, I went over to find 
Hell's Paradise Volume 1, uh, and all they had was Volume 6, 8, and 11. And I'm just like, okay, well, like, obviously, yeah. if I was starting a, if I'm starting a collection, it's different, right? If I'm starting yeah. a collection where I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to pick up manga and then add to it as I go, that's one thing. But I'm actually trying to read the titles that, I'm, that I, I yeah. pick up, so... Um, but you know, that's about it. Um, yeah, so don't, I don't condone, uh, reading scans, but I understand why somebody would. That's basically my yeah. thing. <laughs> Especially being in, in America where it probably, it's probably a little harder to get older manga here. Yeah. Because some don't really get translations, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. so, you know, moving forward, looking forward into 2022, uh, some musical stuff that we're looking forward to, anime stuff. I know uh, for you, what are you like looking forward to as far as um, as far as like anime goes? Uh, yeah, I, I have this uh, list pulled up. It's to be a, to be announced anime releases, so like they have no dates. But uh, yeah. I'm super hyped for for Chainsaw Man. Super super yes. hyped. I'm, yep. I I I need. I'm hyped to see because I've seen crazy panels of of chainsaw man like cool yes. action but also gross shit <laughs> like it just looks fucking cool yeah i'm excited like they do um i guess the the mangaka for chainsaw man i can't remember their name but they do body horror really well like and it's um and like the way in this like the, the detail involved in it and i'm not obviously people are going to get on my case for it maybe but like I haven't really seen too much of um I haven't seen too much of that done well. Like I've seen like Berserk does it really well with body horror. That's the like Berserk is really unsettling with body yeah. horror. Obviously you get certain horror manga that do it well, but as far as like a shonen, I think uh Chainsaw Man does body horror exponentially well. It's really good. So I'm I'm curious to see how they do it in the um in the anime. I pray it's not censored that's my only thing because i really want like people to get the full scope of how like sure metal this fucking anime this fucking anime is gonna yeah. be or the source material is so i'm definitely excited for that for real yeah um and we talked about this earlier uh made in abyss is getting a second season i haven't yep. seen the first one but i've heard a lot of a lot of good shit about it i i need to yeah. watch it i say like, i think i said this earlier the um, the feeling I got reading and watching the first arc of Promised Neverland is the same feeling I got when I watched Made in Abyss, the season one, because it's basically, what's funny about it is the way it's drawn, it looks really wholesome. It's like, oh, he's, you know, this girl like really wants to go exploring the, the little, the other areas uh, outside of her town. And then she gets there and then all of a sudden some wild shit happens. Kind of like we're probably was never like, like, oh, these kids look really cute and they're, you know, running around having a good time. They're uh, in this orphanage. They're really wholesome. They're, you know, all siblings together in there. And then all of a sudden, boom, a, uh, demons eating people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's got that kind of uh, shtick to it where it's it looks wholesome but has a very dark kind of, like, sure. undertone to it. But I think it's, like, really cool. Um, definitely a good uh, a good show to pick up if you haven't watched it yet. And one that looks interesting to me because it looks funny. I've never even heard of this. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon season four? Okay. I, okay. The fact that this has lasted four seasons 
okay, I can under, I understand why, but at the same time, it's of the kind of genre of manga that I absolutely fucking hate. Oh, uh, is it too Which horny? Is, no, well, yes, yes, but it's also like very. I call it like incel is the is the genre I, I go for, incelish, where oh, like geez. basically the main the main character is like, a like it's a it's an isekai I think, and basically like the main character is like you know, like a, a weirdo like a shut in and gets no gets no uh, women and he's like really like awkward and just like doesn't and then all of a sudden he gets this isekai and he becomes this fucking Chad and has all these like huge boobed women like coming up to him the fan yeah like it's i don't like that i hate how like i hate like the whole like i put so how to pick up girls in dungeon sao low-key got into that category for me kind of not like it's like teetering that line um and then overlord is the same thing for me overlord is the exact same because overlord's like this guy he's like you know not very popular like um, really awkward kid, but he's like this big villain in the game, in this little isekai game, and he like gets locked in where he can't like leave the game anymore. And he has like these women servants that do everything he wants them to do, and yeah, this kind of thing. It's a, it doesn't. I don't like. I'm not a huge fan of it. Sure, sure, sure. Like, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it because I I give it like the incel tag, and I don't. I know people that I just think end up like it, but mm. what? I just think the the. The title is funny. Is it wrong to try and pick up girls in a dungeon? Yeah, that's the light novel titles for you. It's just like really long. <laughs> I think the the funniest thing, like light novels, they give you the, they don't get to give you a summary because the whole gist is in the title. <laughs> yeah, that's really the whole thing. What else? What you got? Apparently, Ghost in a Sh- Ghost in a Shell has a new anime. Ghost in the Shell S A C twenty forty five. What? And it's getting oh. a second season on Netflix. Wait, did I miss that? Because I could have sworn I had that on my list to watch. I don't even remember it announcing. It must not have I been don't, that I good don't, then. I didn't even know it had... They were making a new Ghost in the Shell. I mean, I knew... Because I remember it was like they were making the Ghost in the Shell and then they made like the Blade Runner um, anime thing. And I remember both of those being announced, but I didn't really hear much about either of those two. So I don't know if they had, I don't know if they're uh, that good. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm you know what I'm hyped? You know what I'm hyped for, though? What? In one week, Attack on Titan. Oh, the final, final season. season. It starts in one week. I'm, I'm so fucking hyped for it. Yeah, I'm excited. I. Usually, you know, I'm usually somebody that's that finishes a season and immediately picks up the manga to read it. Uh, I chose not to because around the time I I kind of picked up AOT really late, and so I started binging it right around the time the manga was finishing. So I was like, okay, I'll just finish this. I think I was on season three when I, I was like, I'll finish season three, and then I might just read the manga and then watch the rest of it when it finishes. But when people were like absolutely getting pissed off about the ending and hating everything about it and all the people's backstory, all the people's like finishing stories and people just didn't like how it ended, I was like, I would much rather just, you know, 
you know, ignorance is bliss on this one. I'm just going to watch the anime and then, and then just, just let that play out and make my own decision. I may go back and read the manga later, but I'll just sure. make my own decision based off of that. But <laughs> that's basically what I'm going to do. I'm excited for I, it, though. I'm so glad that I got into anime this year because I binged all of Attack on Titan like a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I didn't have it's to wait. Definitely, it's definitely a show I... People again. I hope people don't take us the wrong way. But I kind of got the same feeling like watching it when you take like Game of Thrones into account. Like if you don't watch Attack on Titan all the way through, like multiple episodes in succession, you can forget a lot of things and forget certain characters and certain motivations. Kind of like with Game of Thrones, how like watching it weekly would suck. I don't think I would have gotten as much enjoyment out of Game of Thrones if I didn't watch it on succession. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah, you can kind of get storylines together and you can create your own theories about what happens if you're binging it. If you're just weekly watching it, you got to you gotta watch it and you got to wait a whole another seven days. And you may end up, and then like somebody that appeared in week two, you may have forgotten about when they appear again in week seven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I think, yeah, I think Attack on Titan was definitely a show that you really got to like binge because you might forget something. So I'm excited for it. What you got? What what else you got going? Uh, Spy Family comes out in April. Yep, I was reading. The, I started the manga for that recently. It's pretty good. I'm excited for that. Holy shit! Remember when we were talking about Jump Festa and I was like, "Oh, they're doing a Yu-Gi-Oh." Yeah. What is it, dude? You. It's called Yu-Gi-Oh Go Rush. And this, dude, this looks like Ultraman kind of. It's like. Really crazy colorful, and there's like an alien in the background, and this dragon looks like a mech. It looks like it's for little kids the way it's designed, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh. The sole purpose of Yu-Gi-Oh as a, as a show was to sell the trading cards. So yeah, but like the way it's designed, it kind of looks like um, not not Beyblade. It does look like Beyblade, but what am I thinking of? Ba- like uh, Bakugan. 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 That's a throwback for real. Jesus Christ. Bakugan? If you if you look at this uh like picture, this like cover, I guess, it looks like something that they would show on uh Jetix. Oh my oh my god, another throwback. Jesus Christ. Uh huh. <laughs> Watching oh my gosh. Was so that like I the don't that think like, Wasn't that on Disney Channel? Was that Jetix Disney Channel? Yeah, exactly. It's when okay. Disney would show like Pokemon and shit like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like when it was like Disney's version of Toonami. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll be taking part in it. It doesn't look interesting. <laughs> it probably looks more for younger a younger audience. So, so I don't I don't blame. Whoa! whoa. I don't blame them. Wait a second! Holy what? shit! They're doing Devil's a Part Timer season two. Yeah, you didn't know that? I thought you knew that. No! I love that fucking show. <laughs> I thought you knew that. I didn't know that at all. You put that on your on your uh on your mouth list, so I assumed you already knew they were making a second season. Dude, okay, okay. I know it looks like I shouldn't be that hyped for this show, but that is literally the show that got me into anime. I know, you told me that. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't funny. know they're making a second season. Oh my god! I, it's, how long has it been between the first season and this season? I know that one had to come out. 
Dude, I saw it freshman year of college, which was like what five, six years ago but already. Was that was that when it aired? I don't think so because I oh, when did it I air? saw I saw it on Netflix. When did it air? I wonder. Eight years ago, twenty thirteen. Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> yeah. It's a very much it's a very much twenty thirteen type show, especially first season. Like that show fits the time very well in terms of its like, um, com- like comedy style and like how it approaches jokes and even its, even its take on the isekai genre is very twenty thirteen ish. Like it's like you know what I'm saying like that kind of vibe it gets, but you know I think the the charm of it. I hope they keep that for second season. I hope they don't try to like modernize it because it was really good in its iteration, yeah. but. We'll see. It it looks like it looks like it has all the same characters, so it's not like yeah, it's think, not like a new devil or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I gotta. I haven't watched that in a long time. I need to rewatch that. I think that was around the time I started watching Sao too. So like I was like big on the Isekai at the time. That was like very very early in my anime career. So I have not watched uh, Devil's Part Timer like in a while. Uh, what what did you got, dude? Uzumaki comes out in October. I was okay. I was gonna. I was gonna say something about that. Okay. I you know me like horror is not my thing. Mm-hmm. Not even close. I genuinely want to watch Uzumaki. <laughs> because Dude, have you have you ever read any of Junji Ito's stuff? It's fucking scary. Yeah, it's very. It's yeah, it's, it's fucking. It's unnerving. I don't that's like, like the it. only manga of I've I've ever read because I'm I I like horror stuff. I'm a big '80s horror slasher fan. I go to horror nights every year, so when yeah. I heard of Junji Ito, I was like, I gotta I gotta read some of it, and it's unnerving as fuck. But I'm so hyped for it. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad they decided to keep it black and white for the color scheme of the I, show. Yeah, because I like so I don't cool. think. I don't think for this is sound may sound weird, but I don't think it would be as scary if it was in color. I agree. I feel like some people or some studios they would try to like make some of the grotesque stuff like more bloody when that's like not right. really the point. Right. I think yeah. I think it's you know obviously because it's funny because we talked about Chainsaw Man earlier with body horror, right? So, like, I don't know, like, the body horror in color makes sense for Chainsaw Man because it's, like, an action kind of, it's, like, an action shown in, like, yeah. with a very heavily seinen type elements to it. So, obviously, it's, like, a dark kind of thing. So, you, obviously, having color in there makes sense. But, like, the classic uh, nature of Junji Ito's work, Uzumaki, like, I don't think you can make it scarier by adding color. Like, the black and white panels, you flip the page, you just see the whole spread. It's just like, I don't know. It gives you like a weird chill down your spine. I think it's a, it's really, it's really hard to do. So I think, uh, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm definitely, I don't know how far I'll get into it because I might have to drop it because <laughs> I'm a little bitch because I hate, I hate scary stuff. It but, says it's uh, only four episodes long. Really? Or yeah, how long is the runtime? I was about to say I think the episodes might be pretty long because the thing is it's only doing Uzumaki like it's only doing that story it's not doing like yeah. all his other stories if, if this um, one pops off they might as well do it they might as well have like a whole Junji Ito collection of sto- of like 
like I guess like a anthology type. Like did they just you know what they should do? They should just have like an anime anthology series titled Junji Ito and just have all of his stories in there as a season. It's funny you say that. I uh, was looking through Funimation just to see just shit that I should put on my my watch list, and uh, there is a Junji Ito collection. Yes, it is rated very poorly, and it is That's also in color. <laughs> see, see, see. Yeah, my fact, my statement stands. <laughs> my exactly. statement stands. Keep it black and white. I think you know what's funny. I think somebody had tweeted it, and I was looking through the thread, and they said, "Yeah, you know, the Junji Ito collection they made in the past was kind of was kind of garbage and yada yada yada." So yeah, so like yeah, I did. I think I did hear something about that. That's funny. Um, yeah, and the fact I did it in color. I'm telling you, like that trailer they had, where old girls like walking down like the little road, and she like turns and like the like. It's black and white, but it moves. Like a yeah. regular, like like it's in like it's in color, like it moves regularly, like her hair flows the same way, all that stuff. I think it's like really, really dope. So, um, you got anything else? Because I think I got I got my uh, list together for for looking forward to stuff. The fall of twenty twenty two is My Hero season six. Bleach comes out in October too. Yep, yep, yep. I'm excited for that too. Uh, I think I had talked about that in an earlier episode um if you haven't if you want to hear my thoughts on the bleach one you know i think i can't remember which episode it is but i think it might be uh episode three or four but go back and check that i have some thoughts on that one as well what's up Do, uh they're doing a kakiguri or ka- uh, it's hard to pronounce ka- this i know kakiguri kakiguri twin it's like a a new series i guess like a i think it's like a mm, i think that could be like a spin-off like not as serious thing you know how like oh wait wait wait! it's about mary oh really it says it says as first year student of renowned not gonna pronounce it private academy mary not gonna pronounce it knows her future or something oh wow so i think it's about mary oh well kakigurui could have been so much better i have not finished it is i have it's not like, finished it Okay, I equate so like again with I have I guess certain like subgenres for certain shows. Um, this the category that Kakiguri fits in is this should not be as horny as it is. <laughs> From what I've seen, I agree. This should not be as horny as it is, hundred percent. Like I I put Kakiguri in this. I put Food Wars in this too. Food Wars, like I don't understand how. A freshly cooked meal can make you nut like that. I don't understand. I don't get that. Yeah, but I, I get. Food I get. Wars people, is like funny. It's funny, but also like it's. It doesn't need to be that horny. Then you get Kakigurui. I un, I completely understand how some people get their rocks off through thrills. I completely understand. But some of the stuff they be doing in there just doesn't make sense. <laughs> the Russian the Russian roulette scene is is way too crazy. Like, bro way too crazy like bro get like nah ain't no way but yeah like, i think i'm gonna i'm gonna f- try to finish it soon i want to see just like i don't know you said it should be better well maybe i like yeah. it i don't because think because there's other no go ahead go ahead go ahead sorry go ahead. I, I don't think it's a bad show i think 
when shit isn't horny, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty intriguing. Yeah. I mm, So, like, uh, I'll equate it to another gambling uh, anime manga, Kaiji, which I'm currently reading right now. When it comes to Kaiji, like, the strategy behind it and the actual tension behind it is, like, really real. Like, it's real. And also... Yeah. This I guess this might be a spoiler. It might not be, but in Kaiji, like there are real life consequences to losing. Like you genuinely feel like Kaiji could lose at any point in time. I mm. knew within the first like six episodes that none of the main characters were gonna lose any gambling game ever. Sure. There's no and there's no like. Well, I, I don't know if anybody like that makes sense. Actually, that makes sense. I, yeah, I don't know if anybody loses for real in uh in kakigurui i know like people get slight punishments and things but i could not recall either of the main characters either the boy or that girl genuinely losing for real in kaiji because like kaiji that man be that man loses for real like loses (laughs) and like gets put in these like really messed up situations with his gambling stuff I just don't. I just didn't really see it in Kakagurui. That's my only. That was my only thing. There's no real weight or consequences. Yeah, that, it, it, I I can totally tell even from me not finishing it. I can obviously tell from the start. You can tell who has plot armor. Right, right. But I mean, it. You know, it, it could be that could be somebody else's really uh, you know favorite show or one of their favorite shows. I I understand. Um, it's not bad. I don't. Yeah, it's again, not a I don't bad think it's, show. it's bad. No, it's not a bad show. However, it should not be as horny as it is. That's my uh, only thing. Agreed. That's my only thing. That's crazy. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Okay, I got a Speak. couple. Speak. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a hoodie. But I can hear okay. you. So. Okay. I got a couple. So, um, firstly, is obviously I talk about bleach. Talk about Uzumaki, Chainsaw Man is there too. There's one that I think you sent me a tweet. I think it was somebody's uh, somebody's trailer for it. Like they were like, I guess reacting to the trailer. Sabi Sabi Kui Bisco. I I'm probably butchering the fuck out of that name, but it looks it's got like the it's got these like giant animals. It's got a very old art style. Uh, it looks kind of like. Uh, one of my favorite shows, Decadence. Like, have you? Did you ever watch Decadence? Did I ever I've show never you show? even heard of it. Okay, Decadence is like a De- Decadence is like a poor man's uh, Attack on Titan, kind of the same premise, hmm. but it's got some other elements to it that I think make, definitely differentiates it from Attack on Titan. But a lot of the there are some elements from it that are like kind of very similar. The same kind of art style and like theme of like of like uh moving fortresses and moving towns and stuff and but it's these oversized animals like this crab and this pig with tanks on them and shit i think i showed uh i think i you it had the it was gigax like reaction to it when he was streaming and it was like the two characters that like made out and then like when he pulls away that giant ass slug comes out yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. like that show obviously I, I watched the trailer before i didn't see that clip I never watched the trailer. I just looked at like sure. other. I looked at other um, PV for the 
for the show. And I was really hooked because it can't, gave me that same vibe as like a decadence kind of feel for it. So I'm excited for that show regardless of the context of that kiss and then that gross shit that old buddy does. I don't like that. But <laughs> I'm excited for that. Um, Bubble, that that anime movie. Oh, that's right. I forgot about That's it. coming out. That looks really cool. Um, I hope like the PV... I hope the animation and the PV is is the same as the final product. Kind of what PV is, they may try to boost it up a little bit to make it look more appealing. It's the same sure. thing I feel with Chainsaw. If Chainsaw Man looks like that for twelve episodes, thirteen episodes, Bro. however long, crazy anime of the decade. <laughs> if it looks like that, if it looks like I that, I trust Mappa. I trust Mappa. I trust Mappa, but at the same time, I feel bad for them because none of their none of those. None of the people that work in that company have seen their families for nope. years. Nope. They're going <laughs> ham. Crazy, bro. They're not letting them out to breathe. Start, and their shit starts in a week. They're That's also on Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. You got Chainsaw Man. You got, uh, oh, another one I'm looking forward to, Hell's Paradise, getting an anime adaptation. Oh, my God. I'm trying to them. get, yeah, I'm trying to get decently far in it before the anime starts. So that way I kind of have a reference. I sure. don't want to like. I don't want to like have. I don't want to get in a situation where I am reading, and then when I get done reading, like what I end up reading is like episode six. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm like now I'm yeah, going stride yeah. for stride with the. I don't like that. I want to like. I'd much rather either not read it and just watch it straight, or just have read enough of it to where I know what happens in the first season. I know it sounds weird, but that's just how I like to operate. That makes sense. Um, what else? Another one I was reading. I haven't picked it up. Uh, Reese, or I dropped it not because I didn't like it, but just because I was reading other things. Is Orient? They're getting an anime adaptation. Um, I think it's going to be a very. Um, when I say this word, I don't. I mean it. I'm saying it for lack of a better word, but it doesn't mean it in a bad sense. It's going to be very kind of generic in its approach. And I and and I don't mean that in a bad thing and in a, in a bad way. Basically, it's about these two like brothers, and they basically fighting monsters. There's a lot more context to it, but it's like more so like monster fighting and how this guy has a weapon that, you know, the usual shonen trope. He has a weapon or has some ability or doesn't have ability that's like very unorthodox when it comes to the rest of the world in general. You know what I'm saying? He gets looked yeah. down upon yeah. and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's very generic, and I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I what this the show lacks in original originality it does make up for it executing those basic tropes very well my only thing is when i saw the trailer it doesn't look like it has anything outstanding in terms of animation which might not always be a bad thing because i don't necessarily i don't necessarily like judge a show based off of animation a lot of the time yeah sure it depends on what it really depends on the story like i don't it really Obviously, the attack, well, a show like Attack on Titan, I think both the story and the animation have to be on par because of the fact that a lot of the fights and the stuff have to be top notch in order to get, in order for you to really feel the the narrative weight of things, right? Mm-hmm. With a show like Blue Period, I don't care about the animation of Blue Period because it's mostly yeah. story driven. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I I think this and with in the middle ground for that is probably Shaman King 
because Shaman King has a good, a pretty good story. Um, the animation's not amazing, but it's not bad. But I don't mind it because it's just you know it's telling a pretty com- decent story. I feel sure. like Orient's gonna fall in that same, that same kind of category because it doesn't have like this crazy uh, over the top story, but at the same time, it's not like a, a show that's heavily predicated on like just being stupid crazy uh, animation wise. So I am excited to see how that how that works out. But um, I think any, anything else to see. Uh, yeah. So like real, real quick on Spy Family too. Spy Family I was reading and dropped it not because I didn't like it, but because I was reading other things at the time. Uh, I gen- I generally think that they are gonna nail a lot of the uh, comedic timing of Spy Family and the actual like because the little girl in there. She has a lot of big pages where it's her facial expressions and being able to convey those the right way for the comedic bits or just in, or just like the parts where she's on screen in general are going to be really important to the story and how like the, how like the, the relationship between the mom, dad and the little girl are going to work. I think it's going to show it to be a really good show. I'm definitely excited for it. And then, you know, you got Rankin and Kings, the second season. Uh, second core rather second core the reason i didn't put it in my list for 2021 is because the second core was going to happen um in in 2022 that's why i didn't put it in my 2021 list because i wanted to make sure it was the full uh 24 episodes or not even 20 18 episodes first before i even uh did anything and then what else um oh so the second the second core or second season of the case study of Vanitas is coming out too. I think I've it might be second season. It. I think I've it's the second season. It. Case study of Vanitas. So like you take a, a vampire anime like Mars red and you take it and you take the case study of Vanitas and it's two totally different things. Um, like Mars red is one of my favorite anime of 2021 and it's very artsy and tells a, there's uh, a very different way of telling a story and uh, kind of basing a lot of the interaction between characters and the plot and driving the plot kind of like how you would watch a screenplay, watch a theater play. So like, because obviously this, the, the story is written by a, a guy who has a, a screenplay written already. So that's the whole thing. But Case Study of Vanitas is just as like beautiful art style wise the story's good. The characters are very uh, lovable, and you can really like invest. You they're like they're characters you can really emotionally invest in. As with Mars Red, you don't really invest too much in the characters because they sure. don't really have yeah. too many. They don't have too many redeeming qualities. Plus, you don't. And I know it sounds weird, but you don't spend too much time dwelling on them. Like it's just mostly just yeah. talking about the world in general. Like Mars Red focuses on just the whole world that's around them in general and how they interact with it as opposed to their actual stories. It's weird. Like they do it a little bit, but I'm not, I was never really fully invested in any of the characters watching Maj Red, even though I love the show, but sure. Um, Vanitas, like you really love these characters that are on screen and they're really funny. Uh, they, especially the, the dub is actually really good too. The dub is very, very good. Uh, I, I did think I did watch it dubbed, but it's, um, but yeah, I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, I'm 
I don't know. Is there source material? I think there's source material for it. Part of me feels like I kind of want to go read it. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's basically what I'm. I'm looking forward to uh, anime. Is wise. it? Is it? Is it actually pronounced uh, Vanitas, or am yeah. I just a fucking Kingdom Hearts shill? Because when I first read it, I was like, "Oh, Vanitas." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did the same thing because you know, obviously I'm part. Of, I'm in that Kingdom Hearts uh, fandom as well, so I was like Vanitas. That sounds cool. And then they say the in case the study show, of Vanitas. <laughs> I was saying Vanitas. So I do see where <laughs> I do see where you're coming from there. That's funny. Um, let's see. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's basically all I got. Uh, uh, anime wise, you what is like you looking for anything music wise? What, what's the got anything? Uh, well, apparently, Kendrick Lamar's faded next album is supposed to come out this year. I don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, same. I've heard so many rumors that it's like, oh, he's going back to Good Kid Mad City. Oh, it's going to be a rock album. or Not really a rock album, but it's going to have like guitars and shit like that. I've heard so much shit. I don't know when he's dropping. and Yeah. yeah I mean, he did I'll, post I'll believe that. I'll when I see it. He did post that like... Was it the the long, the website that had the long like note thing on it saying he was like actually actively working on an album? When was that? That had to been. No clue. That had to been like in. That had to been it was like a few last, months ago. Had to been like last August or some shit like that. Like it was a while back. Yeah, but, man. Uh, so at least he is actively working on a uh, an album. Uh, you know, I just you know with with artists like him, it's it's. It's funny because you're just, I don't know, I, I generally am a firm believer that artists need to put out music whenever they feel ready to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if don't want to put out like a bunch of, you know, unless, unless, that's how, unless that's how you, how your artistic flow works. Like if you just like putting out music, that's fine. Right. But if you feel as though you want to get your whole concept together you want to get your entire thought process together on how you want to present your album take as much time as you need right i i don't care that much even though i'll always be a fan and be like yo where's the album at where's the album at i like it like with brent fias like i am fully aware that his album should have dropped december 3rd is it here no am i upset yes yes but (laughs) Will I will I patiently wait for an album because I feel like he wants to make it great? Absolutely. And and in the meantime, he's been putting out singles, so it's not like you just don't hear from him anymore. That's the thing that does give me uh, make me mad about Kendrick is the fact that he doesn't release any singles. In the meantime, he just doesn't do anything. Yeah, kind of he, he, he did do stuff with with Keem, but. Those are Keem songs. Yeah, those are Keem songs. That is true. That is true. That is true. Uh, I'm always hyped for the weekend. He really hasn't put out a bad album. In my no, he opinion. hasn't. I, and I like the... He's going for like an 80s sound, even with like the last single he put out after After Hours. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm always hyped for him. Uh, I'm negative hype. I want to retract hype from a hundred gex. Oh my god! Uh, because oh my god, I don't care. I don't care who you are. You're 13 years old if you listen to hundred gex. <laughs> you read Holy at a second shit. grade level. 
you, you read do it at a second not, grade level. You do not know what sound is. Like, <laughs> bro, it says oh right here this, du- this duo makes hyperactive music that throws genres into a blender. Scratch that. This duo makes hyperactive music that sounds like a blender. That's what it should That's- say. <laughs> It sounds like a blender, <laughs> bro. And and I don't care. I like funny music from time to time. I like when people make jokes. There's no way in hell you can convince me that them saying, "Oh, you're gonna cry like a little piss baby." It's them. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. It's so cringy. It's corny. Oh my god. If you listen to 100 Gex, you were in ISS every fucking day. <laughs> you re- <laughs> oh my god. Dude. Dude. Yeah, you said they, if they put me, jars in a blender, their music would be thrown in a blender. Get that shit the fuck out of here. 100 Gex lyrics. Let me, let me. <laughs> it's bad, dude. Like I will, t- I will listen to every Playboy Cardi album ever made, every song ever made before I listen to Hundred Gex. Hell yeah! Okay, so money. Car- I hate Playboy Cardi's music. Money, Money Machine. That's their 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 most famous song. Mm-hmm. This is okay. So apparently it's a verse. It's not on okay. beat. It's basically a rant. Okay. So I thought it was an intro, and it says, "Hey." <laughs> Hey, you little piss baby. You think you're so fucking cool, huh? You think you're so fucking tough? You got a lot of big game for someone with such a small truck. (laughs) I mean... Look at... And then look at those arms. Your arms look so fucking cute. They look like little cigarettes. I bet I can smoke you. I can roast you. And then you'd love it. You'd text me, I love you. And then I'd fucking ghost you. Oh my god. What? Bars. what? Listen, that's called motherfucking bars. <laughs> <laughs> you don't oh know nothing about God. that. That's <laughs> that's criminal. Criminal. And then, and then, don't get me started with the hook. I think the hook is annoying. What's the hook? Oh God. The, that's the um. It feels so clean like a money machine. I am. Oh, big boys yeah. coming with the big truck. I think I don't know. I mean, if you like a hundred gecks, whatever. But I I you want to not, you were in ISS want, every day. I want to retract hype from twenty twenty two from their album. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, if then, you listen to hundred, if you listen to hundred gecks, you are white and you call your mom by her first name. Oh, hundred percent, one hundred percent. Holy shit! <laughs> Get out of my room, Karen. I'm playing Minecraft. That's the one. That's the one. Holy shit! <laughs> Jesus. Oh Christ. my god. Oh shit. That was funny. And my oh, last man. hype. My last hype. Uh, anything that anyone from Exo Society does. Uh. For oh, yeah, those like who don't know, Exo Society is this uh, group of underground rappers. 
I think I don't know if we've talked about them actually. Uh, they have Kill Bill, Rav, Square, and Aerospace. Yep. I yeah. like all those. I like all those guys. I think they're hype. I like their lo-fi underground sound. So anything they do, uh, I'm hyped for. Kill Bill just dropped an album. It's pretty good. Uh, always hype for them. Yeah, big stuff. Um, music for me, I only have one. I guess two things. One is uh, Saba's album, "Few Good Things." Ooh, I didn't um, know. I'm I'm definitely excited for that. I know he he released two singles. Um, one is Fearmonger, and the other one I cannot remember the name. Let me look it up real quick. Um, it was Fearmonger and um, Stop That. There's two, yeah, two singles off a few good things. I don't know exactly when it comes out. I think it's oh February, February fourth, February fourth. So oh, it's shit, pretty right soon. There. Yeah, it's pretty pretty soon. Um, Care for Me is probably one of my favorite albums of, of all time. It's such a like raw and introspective album, and you really see how vulnerable Saba is on it. It deals with you know his past traumas of you know living in Chicago, dealing with violence, and how it uh, affected him and his and his family, his friends, and and then talk about his own mental state, how like how the the deaths of his friends or the deaths of people, young people in in Southside Chicago, um, kind of affect your mental. Uh, and going through the whole day, and I think it's like a really cool uh, look into you know the psyche of somebody who's been through a lot of shit, you know that probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have to. Yeah. Um, and I think it's in, and in some small, very very minuscule way, like I kind of, I'm not gonna say I relate, but also can feel what he's saying because a lot of my family, on my dad's side, is from uh, Southside Chicago. And that's my that's my dad kind of grew up in that um, kind of environment where it's a lot of gang activity, a lot of you know a lot of violence and stuff like that, and a lot of part of me you know part of my family still lives in that area, so like and a lot of my family members have moved down to Georgia or moved to other states because of just how bad it's gotten. So yeah, uh, part of me is kind of like when I listen to the album, I can definitely like feel what he's talking about because of all the stories my pops or my cousins have said about just shit that be going on. So it's definitely one of my favorite albums. I'm definitely looking forward to a few good things. I don't know the, based off of Fearmonger and Stop That, I have no idea of the tone of it. Because if you yeah, look at the either. cover art, you look at the cover art, it doesn't look like it's going to be <clears throat> anything like, it it seemed like it was gonna be another version of Care for Me, which I wasn't. I'm not mad about, right? But you listen to Fearmonger and the beats kind of, like, I don't know, like not happy, but the beats a lot more up tempo, and it's the yeah. the the, I guess the down beats are like it, 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 the yeah, beats are a little more up tempo. The the snare is a lot higher, you know what I'm saying? And the there's a lot of underlying percussion in it that like which is higher pitch, so it sounds like a like you're outside grooving with your homies, you know what I'm saying? So I'm curious to see how it's gonna how it's gonna sound. But there's probably gonna be some introspective stuff on there because Saba's really sure. good at that stuff. But yeah, but Fearmonger is is a uh, is definitely a song. If you haven't heard it, 
check it out. And that album's coming out uh, in early February. So that's basically what I got. Um, also, whatever project Ben Beal decides to drop in 2022. Bro. Bro. I fucking love Ben Beal. He's so good. He's so He's one of the few... Good. He's one of the few, I guess, lo-fi rappers, lo-fi artists that I actually really fuck with. Obviously, like, the people from EXO Society are in that group, too. There aren't too many, like, lo-fi rappers that I really generally like because it's, some of them just don't really rap that well. But I generally like Rav and Kill Bill and Square and all, and they're pretty good. Um, but Ben okay. Beal, if you, if you are a fan of early Mac Miller... And his kind of style, I think from probably Blue Side Park to Good AM. Like, and you take out yeah. like Faces. You take out Faces, you take out Watch a Movie with the Sound Off. You just go Blue Side Park and Good AM, those two. If you are fans of those albums, Ben Beal is the perfect like artist for you. Like, he's because literally. And I hope like this doesn't sound like a bad thing. And I hope like people that are that end up discovering him or listening to him don't take it the wrong way. But he sounds eerily similar to Mac Miller in terms of delivery, his flow, and the the beat choices he's he's taking and the kind yeah. of choruses he makes, how he makes his hooks. You know what I'm saying? It sounds just like early Mac Miller, and it could be a uh his. Not his downfall, but it could be something that doesn't necessarily get him over that hump of being an artist some, in a lot of ways. But yeah, maybe. I know he could definitely like get on by saying, "Hey, like I sound just like Mac Miller." I hope he does. <laughs> but I mean, I'm excited. He just sounds his sound is great, and I really like that. So yeah, same, same. I like him a lot. Um, so I know you had sent me your. Your my anime list watch list thing. So yes. I know you wanted me I, to kind of go through it and look. <laughs> I think. I mean, I thought it was an interesting idea because. Well, one, I got it from Joey, the anime man. <laughs> yeah. But two, it's because this was the year my my anime addiction started. You know. Yes, yes. So my list, my list isn't you know that long. I, got I think, you. I think I have like completed like forty something stuff. 40 yeah, something I won't go through things. I'll just go through the titles you're currently watching, or like, or I'll do, I'll just go through the titles in general and then see where you where you stack up. Yeah, it was funny. I was a I I, I started I was, my. Dang it! Well, are you are you good? <laughs> Sorry, okay, folks. You talk. You talk. Oh my god, we're having we're having troubles here. I don't know what's going on. Um, all right, we good. <laughs> um, I have a Miami list, but I have not finished putting list together because of how much stuff I have on it. So. Uh, I'll probably make mine and look through it, and have you look through it another time, another episode. But sure. um, but yeah, let me go ahead and kick it off. So you got already starting off great with Great Pretender. Like that's my number. Oof, that's probably number two 
one or two all time for me. I might be like Yu Yu Hakusho is my favorite. Yu Yu Hakusho is my favorite anime of all time. Great Pretender is right there though. Like it's number two. It might be one B honestly. It's like one wow. of my favorite shows ever. Yeah, it's just I just love how it's I haven't how the story's scored told. it. I haven't scored it yet because I'm not done. Yeah, it's you gotta finish it. The last okay, the last I guess um, section of episodes because it doesn't it doesn't follow like a whole season. They tell it in like small parts. Yeah, uh, between which w- between which whichever country they're currently in. So that last maybe four or five episodes are puts like the whole scope of the show into a different perspective. And it, the way it's told is is brilliant. So yeah, so that's definitely for Great Pretenders, definitely one B for me. Um, obviously, you got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because it's a given, easy money. Yeah. Yep. Um, one Piece. I don't blame you, <laughs> but at the same time, real daunting task. <laughs> I'm on episode twenty-seven. Yeah, I mean. That's a grind right there. Uh, Ranking of Kings, you know, already mentioned it. Fire. Um, Akira, probably one of the greatest anime ever in terms of in terms of just like storytelling, all that stuff. One of the greatest. Uh, one of the goats. Let's see what we got. Um, Blue Period uh, was my number two anime of the year. Uh, definitely uh, another phenomenal show. Blue Period is definitely creeping up there in terms of my top 10 anime that I've ever watched. Uh, I, I scored of, it at an 8. I, I, I liked it a lot. I liked the writing yeah. in it. it. I think everything ties together. And I am I hope they do a season 2. They definitely will. I think it, it got a lot of traction. and definitely will. Um, yeah, Blue Period is... I don't know like why, but Blue Period really struck a chord with me on a very personal level. So I think uh, that's definitely why I have it so high. So um, definitely good. Definitely going with the with the with the Studio uh, Ghibli. Is that Studio Ghibli? Castle in the Sky. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought. Um, yeah, Zoe's Zoe's the resident Ghibli man. I've only I've only seen Spirited Away and Princess Mononoke. Those are the only two ones I've watched. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh you should watch fucking. Spirit- pa- I love Ponyo. Ponyo is so fucking Ponyo. good. Yeah, I've seen... Okay, no, it's a lie. I've seen Spirited Away a few times. I watched Princess Mononoke, I think, a couple years ago. And then I think, as a kid, I might have watched My Friend Totoro. Totoro's and in the it, list. Those are the only three I've watched. But, um... Yeah, you got... Oh, you got Danganronpa. You know, the... Uh, the <laughs> The show. Actually, you know, uh, how do you feel about the scores I gave both uh, Danganronpa? So you gave. Wait, that's weird. As the end of. As like the, it's weird how they did that. It's it weird is. how they did the seasons, but giving them a seven is not a, a bad score in any in any case. I think for what it. For what it did in the story it's telling, it did a pretty decent job. You know, like me and you are gonna go th- do at some point in time. We're gonna go through every video game anime adaptation and kind of figure out which one's the best one. But obviously, okay. So we'll f- what we'll do is it's really just a race for third. 
because of Arcane and Castlevania. Yeah. So it's yeah, but yeah. like Castlevania. Yeah. Castlevania's up there. I haven't finished it, but it's good. From what I've seen, it's fucking great. Yeah. So it's definitely gonna be a uh, an episode where we kind of go through and rank the best uh, video game anime adaptations and figure out which one's coming in third because obviously Castlevania and Arcane are the two best. Um, Devilman Crybaby. I told you, <laughs> you know how I feel about Devilman Crybaby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I liked I, it though. I, you know, what's funny now that I've read Chainsaw Man and kind of even like watched Uzumaki and uh, stuff like mm-hmm. that. I think at the time of me watching, even with even watching Attack on Titan too, uh, at the time of me watching Devilman Crybaby, I wasn't necessarily used to very gory anime. Sure. And most of the anime I was watching was a lot of shonen. With violence, but not violence to where it was really, really crazy, or like even like really adult themes at the time. So I feel like I could probably go back now and rewatch Devilman Crybaby and not have a problem with it. I just remember texting you. <laughs> I think I don't know where I was, but I think I was texting you when I was watching the first episode where they had that big ass uh, club thing. Yep. And like people started turning into demons, and like this one girl, like her vagina opened up and swallowed this nigga. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, what the fuck is this? Bro. I was, yeah, I was traumatized. Uh, I watched I watched Devilman Crybaby in, shit, like a few years ago when I really wasn't watching anime. So at the time, I just kind of thought, I was like, okay, yeah, this is really bloody, but this is what anime is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, did, I didn't know any of the ins and outs, like slices of life and shit like that, you know. Yeah, you're just like, this is anime. <laughs> yeah, I think my uh, my anime palette is more developed now, so I think I'll be able to watch them and Crybaby again. I might go back and watch it. Um, Fully Cooly, phenomenal. I fucking phenomenal love show. the original Fully Cooly. Fully Cooly, phenomenal show. Fully Cooly Progressive Six is a good score. I was about Six to say, score. yeah, I have Fully Cooly <laughs> at an eight. And then Fully Cooly Progressive at a six. I probably get Fully Cooly a nine, but that's just me. I, I would get Fully Cooly a nine. I, w- I want to rewatch it soon, so I'll probably rescore it. But dude, Fully Cooly Progressive, I was so hyped for it because I'd I'd seen the original and I was like, this looks so sick. And it's just whatever. Yeah. It's it's just the, like the mu- there. Yeah, the music is is really good though. Like they got Uh-oh. new music from the. The original, the people that did the soundtrack for Fully Cooly, the original, mm-hmm. dropped new songs f- specifically for Progressive, and they sound phenomenal. Yeah, they um, sound great. And don't even get me started on, yeah. on Alternative. I'd never finished Alternative, but I just remember I don't, I didn't like it. I'll yeah. try to give it. I'll try to give it another chance. It was just, if they named it anything else, it would have been better. It just didn't feel like Fully Cooly. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Let's see, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood gets a nine. You know, easy, easy money bro, there. <laughs> easy, easy clap, bro. It's it's so fucking good. It's just I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites because I think it's hard to rewatch again because it's so long. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe yeah. it's different for it's different for other people, but at least for me, it's like it's it's hard to rewatch because it's a downer. You know. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of dark shit that happens in it. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It's 
I will say this, like, if I was to ever recommend an anime to somebody, I think that's probably the one I would recommend. It's like, one I of think them, for I w- sure. I wouldn't recommend, like, Naruto or Bleach or One Piece even because of the the grind it takes to finish them. Like, 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 with, like with David, the fact that he's actually watching Naruto now is actually crazy to me. Because uh, yeah. with, with, with his personality, I didn't think he actually would want to watch it. But Fullmetal Brotherhood, none of it's filler. Even though some of the episodes may not have too much action in it, it's more of like a story driven in some aspects of the episode. Mm-hmm. So I can tell, like, so some of the episodes kind of drag a little bit, um, but it's uh, a phenomenal show. Um, let's see what else you got. First got part of Stardust. Here. Yeah. Oh, for Stardust. what do you think? What do you think about my my score for Mars Red? I don't like it necessarily but i can definitely tell i can definitely see where you might be going with the with the rating because you gave it a six and i i I think it should be rated higher but i'm a fan of very artsy uh shows like shows that aren't just like yelling and screaming and powering up so and so am i it's it's my thing about mars red was you were okay with the story being more about the world instead of the characters. Yeah. Me, not so much. You said... Okay. You said, oh, you don't really spend time with characters, and I that's what confused me. Well, not really confused, but I was like, who am I rooting for? Like, who... I, I thought it was about... The, <laughs> okay. Like, it starts off, like, kind of centering around the general, and then there's, like, a little bit about the people who live in the theater... And then about the private, which I was like, dude, these are all very interesting characters because they are. I really yeah. like, I like where their stories lead them. But I just wish I spent more time with them. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, you know, that's a totally fair assess- uh, assessment. Um, yeah, one thing I just generally, I'm a big fan of world building, so I think. Mm-hmm. When they have, and I do agree that in some, some, especially some characters, you don't really go anywhere with their character. They're just there, and they have something interesting that they could talk about, but they don't. And I do, I do agree with you that. But I just, um, I, I think just it's beautiful. Like, <clears throat> it's a beautiful show. Yeah, art style is great. The way they, uh, the cinematography is great. Mm-hmm. How they set up their shots and how they set up the like the lighting for characters talking and how they position camera like the angles for certain tension i think it's just phenomenal oh they did a phenomenal job with that so um so yeah i I think i'm I'm not i'm not a fan of the rating but i understand why you gave it a six sure yeah um obviously you got mob psycho you rated season two over season one though you gave season two a nine you gave mob psycho 100 the first season an eight i i think I watched, I finished the first season, and I was like, oh, this is a good show. I'm going to continue, because it's like my friend Luke. It's like his favorite, an- or one of his favorite animes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is pretty fun and funny. It's cool. I like it. But but I think season two is just more, it's a little bit more memorable, I would say. It's funnier. The fights are, are, are bigger, especially the ending. Um, yeah. It's, everyone's coming into their own. You know, Mob gets his his character arc. 
uh, his brother gets his character arc, like finishes his character arc. Yeah, right, right. Um, fucking blonde kid Tetsu, right? Yeah, I think I can't remember his name. Yeah, Tetsu, yeah, Tetsu, Te- Tetsuo, Tetsu, Tetsu becomes a really, really likable character in in the second yeah. season. I, I adore the second season. Oh, I forgot. I'm hyped for the third season. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the the third season comes out in 2022. I totally. How do we miss that? But I know. If Luke, Luke, if you're listening, I, we apologize uh, immensely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I do, you know, I thought the the first season is a great way to like kind of get. That's another. It's probably another show I definitely would recommend to people. That'd be like a first to watch. Be Mob Psycho 100. But yeah, uh, I do think character wise, uh, season two, you see really see Mob like actually, you know. You see the you see the message of the show actually get portrayed through Mob yep. in uh, the second season in terms of like finding yourself and finding who you really are and understanding uh, ups and downs of life and stuff like that. So I, I definitely I can see the the rating there. You got My Hero Academia, pretty even scores across the board eights, and I think you gave the first season a seven. Makes sense. Uh, Season five, you gave a nine, though. It's my favorite arc so far. It is so good. I love my my villain, Academia. It is so, so good. And it's just, it's le- it left me wanting more. You know? I was like, what the fuck is going to happen next? Yeah. I literally, I went I went to go see the movie. The movie's all right. The new movie. It was okay. Yeah. Uh, really? Cool animation. But I, it was, I, I, I watched it because I was like, I need more my hero content. It's just hype. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. You. I'm not really praising any of its like writing. I'm not. I don't think it's doing anything crazy when it comes to like writing and characters and shit like that. It's just one of those shows that you watch it, and you're like, "Fuck! I need to do push-ups right now." I'm so hype. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I I feel you. It's um, it's a great um, it's a great show. I do okay. Another just randomly, I know we brainstorm a lot on the the podcast of what we're gonna do for future episodes, which is not necessarily a good thing, but also it just kind of helps us out with our thought process. Um, I definitely want to have an episode about women in anime and how a lot of them are written really poorly. <laughs> and yeah. My Hero Academia is no, is no exception to that. Nope. Uh, so yeah, that's just want to throw that in there. At some point in time, so we have the. <laughs> The video game anime adaptation episode, and then we have a women in anime episode. For sure. Yeah, so that's gonna be. This gonna be. Look, look, be on the lookout for those episodes. <laughs> um, back to you know Studio uh, Ghibli, My Neighbor Totoro, Ponyo. Uh, it's Porco Rosso. Is that Studio Ghibli as well? I love Porco. I've Rosso. never seen that one before. Great. I've never seen that one. Michael. I've never Keaton, even, I, Michael Keaton. Is in the dub. Really? I never heard of that. That's crazy. Um, Skate the Infinity and Sunny Boy. If you haven't looked at our given our um, best anime of 2021 episode, a listen, we go into a little more detail about Skate the Infinity and Sunny Boy. We do we went into detail about Sunny Boy twice, <laughs> but yeah, um, we really did. Yeah, Skate the Infinity is is a phenomenal show. Um, I like skating. I think it was, yeah. it was on my list. But it was your honorable mention, right? 
It was my honorable mention. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I just because of the the undertones of the show. Oh yeah, it's it's. I kind of relate that to more. It's the same thing with like Haikyuu. Like obviously it's. Yeah. Haikyuu's not a Haikyuu's a sports anime, and that's why I watch Haikyuu. But a lot of people watch Haikyuu because of you know all the dudes in there and it's more of a female you know yeah attracting sure. show like more more women are going to watch haikyuu than men that's just how it is more women are probably going to watch skate the infinity than men i don't mm-hmm. care i think 100%. it's a great fucking yeah. show yeah i, I think, think it's, it's a great, great fucking show um, yeah but definitely you know the two main characters are there for and especially even discount dio so <laughs> their main character discount Dude. dio even Joe, the the buff dude, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> he's dope. But like, he's in there for one reason and one reason only. <laughs> it's for fan service for sure. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Let's see what else. So Spirited Away, a, a classic. Classic. Um, S and SSSS Gridman. Which okay, out of the two, which one do you think is better? Gridman or Dinozenon? I I rated Gridman at an eight and Dinozenon at a seven. Uh gr- I think Gridman, just without spoiling anything, because I know you say you don't like mech animes, but like I I said in our last episode, it's not really a mech anime. Yeah. Gridman is is much more There's something going on there. There's something underlying yeah. Like, it's kind of mysterious. And then, like, when I talk about the ending, again, I'm not spoiling anything. When I talk about the ending, I literally mean the last 10 seconds of the show. Yeah. I I was like, what the fuck? And then, boom. And then, <laughs> it ended. Oh, man. But, like, like, a good what the fuck. I was like, wow, that was cool. And then Dinosaur. Wait, Dinosaur or Gridman? Okay. Okay, my fault. No, Gridman. That, Gridman. Okay. It's the way Gridman ended. Dinosaur okay. is is good. I'm I'm a very big fan of, of Trigger Studios. I love the way their shit looks. Um Dinosaur is good. It's a little more straightforward. Even though there is more there's stuff that you kinda have to think about, like, oh, what does this character mean? What does this mean? What does But I think Gridman's mystery is a little more captivating. Okay, I feel you, I feel you. Um, Star Wars Visions uh, is is phenomenal. We gave it a seven. Seven is actually a good rating for it because of the fact that it, that all the episodes in that anthology series don't hit as yep. hard. Yeah. Or as good. Um, there's probably about how many are in there? Like, was it how many are in there? Uh, nine. It's there's nine episodes. Nine. Okay, there's nine. I think there's maybe like I think six out of the nine. Nice. Are uh, <laughs> six out of the nine are uh, are really good, and then the other three are are like, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, they're okay. Um, if Studio Trigger needs to do more Star Wars, f- first and foremost, dude, their episode with the twins is fucking crazy. It goes nutty, bro. That show is crazy, bro. That show is crazy. They they it's, if, if Star Wars if anyone is really smart. If they're smart, they would make they would have Trigger do all their Star Wars animated stuff. I was about to say, if, if anyone 
if anyone listening has ever seen Promare, that's oh my God, that's Promare what is phenomenal. That I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen like the trailer and I've heard a good shit about it. If you've seen Promare and you like it, that's the art style they used for their Star Wars episode. So good. So yep. good. Um either that and whoever I can't remember, whoever did Ronin, like the black and white one. Bro. I would love a series on that. I would love them to just do a bunch of episodes just on that that specific uh I guess we'll he is like a Sith or the Sith now. He has a red lightsaber. But just on that he's, person he's, in general. He's such a cool character because maybe he was Sith and but he helped he helps the village like i don't know it's such a cool episode yeah i think it's uh great so yeah either studio trigger or whoever did uh the ronin episode um so you got sword art online rated a five should have been lower no i'm playing uh <laughs> <laughs> um i think it's a good i think sword art online is a good starter anime but as you get especially with the first season the first season as you it, get it, it deeper was one of my first as you get deeper into the show with the second season, which is really bad, and then you get into Gun Gale Online. I think just I recently ha- it started getting good. <laughs> Gun Gale really? Online is really bad. I think Alicization, I think. I've heard yeah. some pretty decently good stuff on Alicization. I just oh, shit. have I've just been so sour on SAO to the point where I don't really care about it anymore. <laughs> so yeah, I probably won't I remember- watch it. It's one of my first anime, so, like, I saw the first season, and I was like, oh, cool, video game. I didn't even know what the fucking isekai was, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then and then it gets to, to season two, and that's when they, like, switch up the vibe of it. It's, like, elf something or whatever. Oh, the uh, and then like the, I think it's called? Yeah. And then the, uh, the elf girl he meets is, like, his little sister, and his little sister gets a crush on him, and I'm like... What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's it's um, it's, yeah, but it's but you see what I'm saying though with how I like calling back to earlier an episode with the incel type shit where Kirito is yeah. that model prototype where it's that yeah. model prototype where it's just and it, I'm not a huge fan of that kind of character uh, archetype per se. I'm not a fan of that character archetype. I I. I I put it as a five because, genuinely, as someone who hasn't seen like that much anime, I do think the first season is pretty. It's okay. It's not terrible, and like, and it could be a good starter anime. Yeah. Because it, again, it really doesn't do anything subversive. It's kind of tropey. It's cliche, but like the first season's like whatever. It's just the yeah. second season is where it's where it gets fucking like redundant. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tales from Earthsea. I've never seen that. Never heard of that one actually. That that's that's the one that we talked about. It's the worst anime you've ever seen. That's the movie I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Studio. Okay. That's Studio Ghibli. Goro Miyazaki. Hayao Miyazaki's son. Okay. Yeah. Boring. Boring as shit, bro. <laughs> Uh, like I said, if if your father is uh, highly is a high prestige, odds are, odds are you're probably the son is probably not going to be that good. Not cut out for it, bro. 
Um, yeah, no, it's it's a it's a done deal for that. <laughs> Let me see. Um, sorry, my brother just texted me. Um, Promise Neverland, season one, phenomenal. Uh, season two does season two does not exist, so we don't talk about it. Um, nope. <laughs> even even if there was a season two, uh, yeah, we don't really talk about that. Um, we got Vivi at a nine. We I know we talked a lot more in depth about Vivi in our best of 2021. So if you haven't watched, again, plug in the old episodes. Please go back and listen to those. Um, yep. Weathering with you and your name. Okay, so both of those. Did you know both those those movies are in the same universe? Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. I and they're making a the third movie. They're making a third movie. For no 2022, way. and it's like, yes, yeah, 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 I totally forgot to mention that. They're making a third movie that's, I think it might have something to do with, like, time travel or portal traveling, so it might end up getting into where, oh, with weathering of you or your name. Yeah, so, uh, that, yeah, so it's the third installment in that little series, in that little universe, so I, I'm excited for that, too. So, I gave, both those movies are great. I gave your name. I gave your name a 10 out of 10. I fucking adore that movie. It's so good. And Weathering With You, I gave it an 8. It's it's good. I just don't think it, it, it has anything. Bro, your name has like the big fucking like in the middle of the movie. It's just like something happens and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And that's why that's why I love that movie. And then Weathering With You is a little more straightforward, but it's still really good. Both gorgeous movies. Right. I like those. Um, let's see what else we got. The Seven Deadly two, Sins. The next two are, are on hold. Kaki Gururi and then Seven Deadly Sins. I Yes. I've heard a lot of shit about Seven Deadly Sins, but I don't know. I plan on watching a little more. I haven't dropped it fully yet. I remember me and you kind of started Seven Deadly Sins around the same time. Cause I remember you telling me about like that first episode where Meliodas catches the, the fucking spear and like chucks it back. And yeah. I remember you were telling you were like, oh my god, like you were just super hyped about it. The qual the first like two seasons, are so good and, and it, the animation's great, story's fine. You know what I'm saying? It's typical shonen stuff. Sure. Um. But it gets to the point. It got to so a certain point. Where it just fell off so hard. So hard. And like, they built up, I mean, I don't really want to spoil too much. They built they built up all this anticipation for this fight between these two characters. Just for the animation to be absolute dog water. Like, it's so oh, bad. No. It's so bad. <laughs> just for oh, the animation man. to look like absolute shit. Like, it's bad. Yeah. I... Yeah, they like they really hyped up and built that fight up just for them to under undersell, and that's really disheartening for people that are seventy like six fans. Then they followed it up with a CG oh. trailer for twenty twenty two. Oh my god, that's right! You sent it to me. They followed it up with whatever the fuck that is. Does not oh, look good. shit. That did look really bad. Yeah, I mean when, when CG is done right, I don't really care. I'm not. A, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of CG in anime, but. If you do it right, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah, Beastars looks pretty good. Beastars not bad. C, yeah. But CG, like, the track record with CG is so bad. Um, so, like, Seven Deadly Sins deciding to do that is just, oof. I'm, you know, 
Not a fan of that. Um, the next two we just are, patched. Yes, the next two are the ones I've dropped. So you got Combatants will be dispatched. Uh, me and you both kind of talked back uh, about about it. I think that's episode three, maybe. Uh, I I dropped yeah, uh, it. I, oh, yeah, that's funny. Have, I dropped it on episode three. That's funny. <laughs> we have we have varying opinions on it. Um, I mm-hmm. think that it served its purpose as a comedy uh, anime. You uh, feel like it isn't that funny, which is a fair assessment. Um, I think, yeah, I, I do think it makes way too many sexual jokes as the basis for its comedy. Um which you know sometimes in the right context, it, if if it's the right context, it's fine, right? If if raunchiness and vulgarity is the humor style you're going for, in the right context, it's fine. But in the context of the plot for this um, anime, it doesn't make sense, or does it's not it's it shouldn't be the main focal point. It should like with them going down to conquer the planets, right? More the comedy should be more so about. The two main characters trying to finesse their way into conquering the planet, not yes. an evil witch in a wheelchair who's exponentially horny but actually hasn't had sex in the first place. You know what yes. I'm saying? It's way, it's I, way too horny. Again, this shouldn't be as horny as it is. I tell you that, that that's gonna catch on. <laughs> that's gonna catch it, on eventually. It, yeah, because the thing is, it really takes me out of the show. It's like. Really, this is the guy you sent to conquer the planet? <laughs> this guy can barely tie his own shoes. Oh my god. Yeah, he's a lost cause. Um, yeah. yeah, what's probably, this ne- you know, what's this next space? I this next space is, is blank. I don't see anything. What be is it back in Monogatari? Or or the one above it. It's you see it's like a blank space? No, all mine are fine. I don't see a blank space on your list. <laughs> you have in between you have so combatants will be dispatched and Bakem Monogatari or whatever. Oh, it's I guess it's Promise Neverland season two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! If we okay in post. Either if if you I think if, if you're editing this video, fucking, mm-hmm. you have to put the picture of this shit of the list because I was one hundred percent confused. Okay, <laughs> you <laughs> holy shit. Okay, um, so <laughs> this man Zoe put was talking about the Promised Neverland season two, which doesn't exist. Um, he says the space between. Compassive Dispatch and Baki Monogatari. I was 100% confused as to what you were talking about. Holy shit. If, Promise, if Promise Neverland Season 2 did exist, I dropped it at Episode 5, and I just changed the <laughs> score to a 4. <laughs> okay, moving on to to things that don't exist. Um, Baki Monogatari um, is good. Oh, no. Did you? Oh, he glitched out again. Damn it. Are you good? No, yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. It, it froze for like Hello? a second. I can't hear you anymore. Hello? Okay. Oh, did you? Okay, okay, okay. Um, it just froze for like a second. Um. Yeah, but the the next one, two, three, the next six 
are shit that I plan on watching. Okay, so Bakke Winogatri, um, when I was looking at the list, I kind of laughed to, to myself a little bit because I kind of equate the Bakke Winogatri series and the Fate series kind of in the same regard as to um, stuff like, bro, Siri, come on, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> bro, I don't understand. Okay. Uh, the Fate, yeah, with with Fate and Bakke Winogatari, right? You got um, two stories that have a lot of shit. <laughs> it's really, and you don't really know exactly where to start. Because Bakke Winogatari has a bunch of different titles with like maybe the first like four letters being different. It's like Bakke Winogatari oh. and then whatever Winogatari and then something else Winogatari. It's a, there's a lot of different titles. It's all in the same universe. And all sure. and they all have multiple seasons. So, like the Monogatari series is something. It's very it's a very good series. I think I've only watched Bakken Monogatari and one other one. I can't remember. I haven't watched the whole series, but it's definitely a good uh, a good watch for real. I'm I yeah I'm planning on watching it because uh, I saw the anime man Joey roast his friend's anime list. Yeah, but but PewDiePie had it at like a nine, and he was like, "I agree," and I was looking at it, and I was like, "This this shit looks girly as fuck." What do you mean it's? You mean PewDiePie gave it a nine? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's so, a lot of different titles in that are good. So so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm open minded to anime. You know, like a blue. Mm-hmm. Per- I really like Blue Period. Um, Skate the Infinity. I want to watch fruits basket um but but i actually started fruits basket but for me when i saw pewdiepie out of everyone give this really girly looking show a nine i was like okay i think i should (laughs) look at it because he also gave like devil man crybaby like an eight or a nine you know yeah yeah i mean well that's weird i yeah i think i think i did watch that episode i think pewdiepie has some really good uh i guess scores for certain shows um so with fruits basket right uh i recently started that show it's it's definitely i want guess okay when i say this it's not a bad thing it's just it's a show it's not necessarily like the type of genre i really like watch all that much it's it's kind of the same as uh it's fucking high q and skate the infinity it's not for me <laughs> Oh, really? It's not for me. Sure. <laughs> like, because you get... It's like a reverse harem. Kind of. Okay. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, you, there's, uh, multi, there's multiple love interests. There's multiple guys in the show. And the main character's a girl. And she's in this house with a whole bunch of dudes. It's, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it has the basis of the reverse harem kind of genre. It's a good show. Not for... Me, <laughs> if sure. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, it was good. I remember for a time, Fruits Basket literally took the number one spot on my anime list because it used to be like yeah, I think yeah, it, was, it was I think Full Metal Alchemist was number one or Attack on Titan was number one, whichever one. But it took number one for maybe like two weeks, <laughs> so there is some merit to it. I I saw a lot of people really really hype about the finale. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so and then they so made like a that, prequel to it for 2022. Oh my god, did they? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about the main girl's parents. That's funny. I could be wrong about that though. Um, Jesus Christ. Erased. What? I I I I don't know anything about the show, so like just to hear like oh it's a prequel about her parents it just sounds funny yeah no it's uh yeah but i think for, yeah fruit baskets is, is good um you got erased on there have you seen tokyo revengers do, do you no. ever, like, oh wa- watch I, that at all no i forgot about it i should okay put it on my well, plan to watch erased and tokyo revengers are kind of in that same uh premise type where the main character goes back in time for something erased is good i will say the huh. erased the ending i think the the ending to the manga for erased and the ending to the anime for erased are different and i think one of them i can't remember which one of them one of them is good and one of them made people a little oh, upset. Geez. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember which one it was um yeah but but Overall, though, Erase is a good, um, it's a good show. I can't remember which ending made people upset because I haven't watched, I haven't watched Erase in a long time. Mm. Um, what else? My senpai is annoying. <laughs> it just looked, it sounded funny. I actually haven't watched it, but the premise is actually is funny. Um, I haven't really, I haven't seen too much of it either. Um, Ping Pong the animation looks sick. It looks fucking badass. <laughs> Yeah, the animation style for ping pong is so cool. It it's not like the traditional sports anime where it's like a sport is the main plot point and then you just kind of go through it that way. It's more so it it emphasizes the characters and their mental states and their own journeys and just has ping pong as merely a part of the show, if that makes sense. Yeah, like it's more so about sure. the characters than it is about ping pong. But uh, it's the the animation style is really cool. It's it's not based in any kind of realism at all. But I think that's what it benefits it. Mm-hmm. The way because how making ping pong exciting in the basic sports anime way would be kind of annoying. I think the way they do it with this with like the it, it kind of makes it like a, it's like an acid. It's like you're playing ping pong on acid. Is what it, sounds, is what it looks like. Honestly, oh, shit. I think it's pretty cool. But and to round out the list, I know you've mentioned this several times over the course of the short run of this anime podcast. Uh, Rascal does <laughs> not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. <laughs> I just gotta get into the mood. I'm gonna watch it. I just I'm not in the mood to watch it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it deals with some like somewhat heavy stuff. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I've heard. Uh, I, I, and I just love how the title is so misleading for the rest of the actual show. Um, yeah, dude, I think I brought it up to you. I was like, wow, that sounds dumb. And then you were like, don't worry, there's no bunny girls in it. I was like, oh, <laughs> I mean, there is, I mean, there is the main, the main girl in it. Like it's, it's kind of hard to explain without spoiling the plot, but, um, <laughs> like the bunny, okay, <laughs> but when, when I hear bunny girl senpai as as a new fan of anime, when I hear Bunny Girl Senpai, I'm like, oh, this is a furry-ass show. <laughs> <laughs> or just all fan service. 
Yeah, um, that's what I mean. That's what I thought. I thought it was just like annoying and maybe more for furries. No, I think what it I think what it does, what the title does is get you to go, especially for you know degenerates. You you go okay, I oh is this oh bunny girls? Let me click on this and then you get like an actual emotional roller coaster, or you get an actual like emotional story driven show, and you're like that's that's actually really good, and you got some romance to it and stuff like that. And you're like oh, I came for the bunny girls, but I stayed for the the plot, the actual plot, if that makes Damn. sense. But it's just uh, like- it's good. <laughs> Again. Like I said, what did, what episode did I say this? Like I uh, like I said uh, a few episodes ago, I my degeneracy is lived vicariously through the people I follow on Twitter. So when I saw bunny people talking about Bunny Girl Senpai early, I was like, okay, this might be whatever. And then those same people were turning around talking about some, oh my god, like this this the show's great, the romance in it's phenomenal, the characters have some really good dialogue back and forth with each other. It deals with some really. Uh, societal topics about uh, cyberbullying and uh, mental health and stuff like that and it, it's a really well put together show and I was like okay cool I guess I'll watch it <laughs> plus the the OP and the ED are phenomenal but uh, damn dope but yeah so yeah so that rounds out your Miami list overall you know good definitely got to add some more titles to it um, yeah if uh, I could be so kind as to recommend some for maybe you and the rest of the class not playing um <laughs> <laughs> let me see if i can find this list i'll uh, put it on my plan to watch if i can find the list i got you hold on not my anime watch list um my top 10 okay um if i could if i can <laughs> offer you bungo stray dogs is a phenomenal oh, show I've heard. um all of the all of the most of the characters and their powers are based off of real authors in their literature, which is what? really cool. Yeah, this is really cool. Um, Apari Ranman is like the like the anime version of the Great Intercontinental Race. Like the the I, I can't remember the name of that movie exactly, but it's like the the race across one end of America to the other. Um, that show is phenomenal. And then I would highly suggest you watch uh, Vinland Saga. I don't know if you saw me talk about Vinland Saga at all. Vinland Saga is the one, bro. It's it definitely. I can't remember if it came. I don't. I can't remember if it came out in the same year as. I think it came out in the same year as season one of Demon Slayer, and Demon Slayer won, I think, anime of the year that year, and that actually made me mad because Vinland Saga definitely should have won that. But I've heard um, a lot of about Vinland Saga. Yep, yep. Um, let's see what else. One, one more. And I think I mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, Decadence. Um, oh. Decadence is basically about, uh, like, like I said, like, like these monsters are uh, are kind of around the area, and they kind of hire these people uh, who. Uh, go out to fight these monsters and stuff like that, right? And these people live Deca in this little like dash, dense, dash yes. dense. Okay. Yes. So like the pre- like I'm not gonna tell you too much about the premise because there's a twist sure. in it that makes it a little more interesting. But general on the surface premise, 
all these people live in this society in this big mobile like moving fortress uh people like live in there go out sometimes in order to fight these kaiju type uh i'm not even gonna call it they're not really kaiju they're just like they're like monsters uh that are kind of like around the area and that's how they got to survive right cool the way they fight right it's they basically wear equivalent of odm gear I'm looking at the but picture. It's, it looks, it looks but like it's it not. It's yeah, it's not the same. It's like ODM gear, but how they fight is like they throw like this little ball. They throw this thing out that creates this big, uh, it's like zero gravity type uh, area. I think. Holy shit! So basically, what they do is so what they do is like they, it gives them this like weightlessness, so they can kind of fly around the area. And instead of the little swords, they have these little like. Uh, these are like spears, I guess. Like there's like these pipes that have like a hole. Like these pipes have a hole in them with like a uh, like a sh- sharp point on the end, and they shoot them into the the monsters, and they're that's how they how they kill them. Is like the blood like comes out of their of the little pipe thing. So like oh, it's 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 a it's a different take on like the monster fighting thing, similar to sure. AOT, but it's not the exact same. So I think it's. Uh, yeah. Um, a good show. Oh, dang. What are we on time? Okay. Yeah, we definitely got to a good stopping point. Um, yeah. As far as music wrecks, we can definitely do that for next week. Um, but, uh, again, thank you guys for listening in uh, today. Uh, 2022 is going to be a really important year for this, for this podcast and how we want to do things. Um, I definitely uh, – I think I, I tweeted about it on new year's eve i think you guys uh, whoever has watched or listened to any of the episodes thank you because you don't have to uh this is something that me and zoe are doing for fun and uh we enjoyed putting out content and if you guys enjoy what we put out then that's just kind of gravy honestly um yep so yeah moving forward into uh 2022 i know i didn't completely get to my goal of releasing a youtube video for 2021 but i will definitely that was definitely becoming in 2022 uh so i appreciate you guys uh this i've been nostalgia as told by zoe uh nostalgia soldier peace out peace